Hey there, Girl Getters. My name is Carolee Moore. And I'm Melanie Rice, and you are listening to the Be More Mindful podcast. Now, are you an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur? Then you are in the right place because here we help you shift your mindset so you can transform your business. And today we are talking about mindset and emotional well-being. This is going to be a deep one uh, because really it's at the core of why we started this podcast is to talk about the things, to say the things out loud that people are dealing with in quiet, people don't talk about. And emotions, depending on the culture, your gender, a lot of different factors can be really hard to to wage through. And I think we have the perfect person. I say that probably every episode, but that's because we've curated these conversations with people that, you know, this is their sweet spot. And and really, um, I think this is going to be a really powerful episode. Yeah. Um, it already was off mic. So if you're hearing um, something in our tones, you are hearing that um, because we had the one and only Taria Jones. And we've just had the pleasure of, of having um, a great pre-meeting, which we always do off mic. I'm going to start with her titles, as she called them, which I love that. Certified life coach, keynote speaker, and the producer and host of her own podcast, Kindness is Dope. Um, She said one final thing before we got off mic. Those are titles. What she does is a servant leader. Welcome. Amazing. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. I feel that. (laughs) Y'all are going to hear the feels today. (laughs) Y'all are going to hear it. It's all the feels. I I don't even... I'm just going to pause in this moment um, because really, as entrepreneurs, one of the things that you do is work in passion, right? You work because you felt led to do this thing. And a lot of times you are doing it because of an experience that you had prior to your entrepreneurial journey or a family member had prior to the your entrepreneurial journey. You're trying to solve a problem. What happens in that process, though, is that your emotional and mental well-being gets really tested. Gets It gets very, very, very deep really quickly. And what I want to kind of start off with um, as far as questions go to, to get the conversation rolling again is to ask you, Taria, to go back to the first time or one of the first times, if you can remember, you know, where you experienced the power of mindset and the power of having a positive or strong mindset even before entrepreneurship. What was that experience for you? That experience for me was being a single parent. Mm. Having a daughter that um, was ill and uh, diagnosed with lupus. And then having a son and no job. So at that point, it was like, how do I survive? Mm. And I had a house. I didn't have an apartment. I had a whole house. And I didn't have a job. So in order to endure that experience, and when I say endure, it was years. It was years. 
And God set me down in that chair, in that house, and taught me. Because I always wondered, how do I live this life and navigate and trust you? Because you've kind of stripped me of everything mm. but my trust. And I had to dig in in my faith um, to endure that and change my mindset. That's the only way I could have come to the place of being able to continue in entrepreneurship. It had been placed to the side because I was being built, turned over from the inside out. Yeah, been an entrepreneur since I was 17. Wow. So I started with Tupperware. So when you're in corporate America, you kind of go with society, societal norms of how you progress. But as I was stripped of entrepreneurship and corporate America, and a daughter in college dealing with an illness and a son at home and no income, you have to change your mindset. Mm. You can't do it any other way. The, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> there's so much I want to pull out from what you said. Um, but the thing that I heard the most was that the stripping, right? And, mm. the, and what you said, there's, there's a lot of moments that I'm guessing for you as, as your experience went from entrepreneurship to corporate, then to nothing. You have to wonder, what was it all for? Right? And I think a lot of people experience the stripping where everything feels like loss. And I, at least this is what I'm hearing. Um, and maybe this is probably, it resonates because I had a similar experience where I felt like things, everything I built was dying off or burning up in flames. And it seemed to happen all at the same time. And you're looking around going, why did you lead me all the way here? Why did you put this dream in my heart and this fire in my belly? And and I'm pursuing it. And was I not a faithful servant to the, the calling? Why is it all falling apart? And it feels like you're losing it all. And like you said, there's one thing you can hang on to, that trust, that faith. Um, can you talk a little bit more about what kind of things did you do in the darkness of the loss? And what, when did you start to see a shift? What I did in the darkness is the only thing that I had known to do was to pray. I could not have a journey, corporate America or entrepreneurial, without a foundation. So that foundation for me was my faith was my trust. But I also remember at the time, I'm coming from corporate America, being built in a space, in a barren space, to have faith when there is nothing. And so I intrinsically knew that this could not possibly be the life that you said for me to live. I knew that. I came through church my whole life, but something inside of me knew this could not be my story. This could not be it. So that allowed me to dig in. I left. God allowed me to leave the teaching that I was getting. Mm. 
to be taught purely by the Spirit. And that looks different for everybody. But for me, without my faith in something, because Mm. I couldn't have much faith in myself at the time, knowing that me and God are one, but at the time we were separate. So I couldn't have faith in me because everything I did was dismantled. So it's like, well, what do you do? So I had to sit there. It, It probably was five to seven years in that chair, having those downloads being tested. And I don't want to say test as in God testing me. This was a growth for me. You get the principle, you apply it, and then you grow. You get the principle, you apply it, and then you grow. Sometimes you get the principle, you apply it, and you don't, you're not successful. So for me, that was the only way, because Taria, you know, by this time, she had crashed and burned so many times, she know, she, she, she just couldn't do it anymore. It's like, I, I don't have what I need within me to go any further. I, I, I don't have it. So can you imagine? Bill's coming. Hmm. Bill's coming. People are calling. I'm having to go to the pantry because we, we ran out of food. And I'm saying to myself, what? this doesn't really feel like uh, a God. You know, this, this. I don't see a God in this. But then when I start to hone in and get steadfast and change my mindset, this is what you told me. I need to see you do what you said you would do. That's a mindset. That's a mindset shift strictly. And so you stand in that space and you stand in that space. Just a little sidebar. I remember when the power was out. Lights were out. Tapping out maybe eight or ten days. And I got a son. We're boiling water to shower. Finally got the money to get the lights turned on. And when I tell you I did that with nickels, dimes, pennies, and quarters, that's a whole other story. But I went and paid that. And uh, she said, well, uh, it's after 2 o'clock, so, you know, probably won't get anybody to come out tonight or today. I said, oh, so, okay, God. Yes, Lord. I said, okay. Well, if they do, you know, uh, it'll be late at the end of the day. I'm not really sure. I'm like, mm-hmm, they coming. Because now I'm standing. I'm like, you, you, you can do this. So I'm standing. <laughs> <laughs> so when he picked my, my son came home from school, it was about 2.30. I said, okay, God, these people got to come and turn this power on because I'm tired of being cold. I've done what you asked me to do. I'm going to stand in faith to see you do what you said you're going to do. Who are you? 2.30, 2.45, 3 o'clock, 3.15, 3.30. Three forty-five. I'm like, I'm not. I, I can't take. I can't. I can't take. I can't take no right now. So I'm gonna trust you. And I'm sitting in the living room with all these clothes on. My son has all these clothes on because we're cold. And then three forty-five. I was like, oh wow. I said, no, they coming. You said, Mama. You said that we was gonna have heat tonight. We are, baby. We are. Three fifty. Three fifty-two. Three fifty-five. I said, God, I'm taking you at your word. I ask. You said you would. I don't care what them people say. I've come to a point in my life, people say whatever they want to say. I don't live in their world. I live in your world. So what are you going to do? 357, 358, 359, 4 o'clock. Ding dong. I see. Yes. Yes. Ma'am, this is Union Electric. We're coming to turn your electric back on. I knew then that faith was the foundation for everything I had to do in my life. I can't go by what the people say. I have to go by what I know to be true for me, not for somebody else. This is my truth. So that, amongst so many other things, 
start to build my foundation and my trust just for any journey I might be on, corporate America or entrepreneurship. One of the key things that I took away from that story was the ending. And you had challenges before. What I heard the difference in this last piece was, was that your mind was set on not only God being a good God, but that it was going to actually happen. Yes. Because so many of us, we do things, but we don't really believe that the good is going to happen from those things. We start the business not with full confidence, like this is going to be, this is, you know, going to take me all the way. I'm so, we're timid. We kind of sort of put in the world sees, oh my God, you're going out and you're doing this thing. This, that's amazing. And so they're giving you all this feedback and then you start feeling like a fraud because you understand and know the reality, uh-huh. right? That you are not confident in what you're doing. You're not even positive toward what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're kind of just getting up every day and kind of doing and living and whatever. It's whatever. I think that shift happens for your business and growth when there's an internal shift to say, I deserve goodness because God desires goodness for me. And God is a good God. It's one thing to say that you're a person of faith. It's another thing for it to be the only thing you have. You better say it. Mm-hmm. You better say it. Um, when faith is the only thing that you have, it's no longer a song. It's not even really a scripture. It is an identity mm. that you have to fully accept because it. if you don't, you don't survive. Mm. Entrepreneurship is not for, it's not for everyone. And I know it's being glorified mm. on social media. I know it's been pushed on a lot of people that are in their nine to fives and everyone is saying, you know, you're working for the man and you need to start your own thing and do. Listen, this journey, you talked about the stripping earlier, Mel. That stripping, if you're not ready, mm-hmm. if you don't get your mind right, if you're not sticking your mind on the, again, the foundation of, for us Christians, person of faith, on the thing that you can build on. Standing on the word. If you can't find that foundation, no matter what you build, it will fail. And I'm not saying that as like, a, oh, I'm cursing people's businesses, but it's a reality of the situation. So I really, I thank you for that, for the realness and the rawness of that, because a lot of people are scared to say the real. You stand up in front of a room full of business owners and you ask them, what are you currently struggling with in your business? What is going on in your business that you need help with? That was a recent experience for me. Mm. And so I got on my soapbox, (laughs) as I do, and talked about the necessity for being transparent with other entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. It's one thing that your family thinks that you don't have a job (laughs) and you're unemployed because you're running a business that we haven't seen, so it's not real. Um, right? It's one thing for that. It's one thing for other people to be like, oh my God, this is you're doing so great. Your business is thriving. It's one thing for that. But in a room full, as we are right now, of business owners, you have to learn how to be fully honest and transparent because it's the only way that this shift for you to just accept, hey, 
right now, I'm dealing with some real stuff, right? And these are the things that I'm struggling with. Be able to say that out loud, write it down, do something. And I think for new entrepreneurs, you come in and you said something off mic. We're not really sure. We're, we know it's going to be hard owning a business. We, we are never taught and told just how hard this journey is, where you have to choose sometimes between getting your arm chopped off or your leg chopped off. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like the order because they're both going to get chopped off. Ooh. But which one first? It is. I've made so many of those decisions. Exactly. And so um, I really want to dig deeper into that journey for you because it's one thing to talk about the problem because regardless of whether you're in year one of your business or, or year 10, right, this concept of mindset and fortifying your mind for the struggles that are, you know, they're going to come, wanting to understand beyond the foundation. Now we've built that foundation. We understand that that's faith. That is the thing, whatever your thing is going to be built on, it needs to be sturdy. It needs to be something that is not going to shift and change that you can build your identity and your hope on, right? That's that. Now, as we're building the house, what are some of the resources? What are some of the things that new entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs in general use to help them sharpen those those skills and sharpen their mind um, and that belief in positive outcomes and all and all of the things that you kind of talked about. Love to hear you give that because I know that this is where your jam is um, for your work. First of all, you have, I don't want to say have to, but you should acknowledge where you are. Mm. Acknowledge it and, and accept that where I am, do I really want to stay here or do I want to? rise above it. And so in that space, when you ask that question or make that statement, you you would be advised and in your best interest to seek some type of mentorship, coaching, uh, resources. But I say that, and then on the other hand, do entrepreneurs really want anybody to see that part of them? Mm. <laughs> I didn't near one. Yeah. You, there was still an ego there a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hence the stripping. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Oh. So that plays into the emotional well-being because really you have a house that's really literally on fire mm. and you still want to live in it. <laughs> That is, <laughs> if that's that. not accurate for entrepreneurship, I don't know what is. <laughs> like, this is a really amazing burnt house. And, you, and you will stand in those flames and be like, yeah, oh, no, yeah. I'm fine, it's I'm fine. Right. It's I'm okay. not it's on not, fire at all. It's not up to my neck. No. I can still do it. I'm still no. going to make it. <laughs> Put some lipstick and on. And then you ask. I look cute. And, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> The house is burning, the but house I look is cute. burning. I'm singed. You know, my clothes are singed. I've right. got burns up to my arms, and I'm, you know, but I'm like, hey, hey girl. You know? So accurate. You know, you just so- described my whole first year. <laughs> and we do that. So be- you have to realize that either you're going to suffer the consequences of 
continuing to make these poor choices or Mm. get some help with it. And then it goes back to now, like you said, Curly, your ego that you have to arrest because now it should not be leading Mm. this path, this journey. Mm -hmm. So for that, if and then you can also ask yourself, why? Why don't I want to share it with anybody? Why don't I want to tell anybody? That was the scariest question. Why? Why? It's the F word. (laughs) Failure. No, fear fear and failure. It's fear of failure. Uh The idea that if I share this thing that I'm struggling with, then I'm admitting to this person that I don't have it all together. Uh Why wasn't that I don't know what I'm doing? I wasn't supported. Yeah. Because where's I love that you said seek out mentorship because yes, Mm -hmm. I believe that's what we need. I can remember I didn't know even who I could trust or how to find it or who to because I also felt there was a lot of people out there to just pump their own services. Uh I was probably in that mindset. I'm sure I attracted that a lot because I was insecure. So I was attracting a lot of poaching. Uh Um, But that was important for my foundation. But I can tell you had I stood firmly in the okay, I'm here. And I'd opened up myself to the journey instead of forcing an outcome, wanting to achieve or wanting to prove all my naysayers right Mm. in year one. Uh Please don't do that, people. You can't. Give some time and space to let it unfold. It doesn't Mm -hmm. unfold in a year. You can't. A lot has to settle, explode and settle. Uh But had I opened myself up, stood and said, "Okay, I'm here. I'm going to drop some of those expectations of what I think it should look like and commit to the word and commit to the work. Uh-huh. I think there would have been a lot more attracting of the right people sooner, uh-huh. of the right resources, if nothing else, just some God downloads so I could take a micro step forward. Yes. Mm. Uh, like a real one versus yes. the, I don't want to call them fake metrics, but. That's, but I lived off of those. Yeah. Because we want to show results to prove everybody. Yeah. Listen, you're, you are crazy. If you're following your dream, you're crazy. Yep. Um, there's a lot of crazies out there. It's Listen, I think it's crazy to spend a lifetime in a corporate job where you don't get a retirement income. Uh-huh. I think it's, it's like renting your future. You're going to work for somebody else, uh-huh. and it's not securing a real future for you, whatever that looks like. If it's not securing the future you want for you and your family, uh-huh. you're renting a life Yes, working in corporate. And so that's a crazy yeah. We all got a crazy. Yeah, you're choosing a crazy for sure. And we have multiple crazies. Yeah. As entrepreneurs. No, we no, don't. It, it, no. You, we have multiple crazies. We have multiple um and it ha- you failure is a part of any journey. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> it's a part of any journey in anybody's life. And you do it more than once. Oh yeah. You do it more than 10 times. And if you haven't ever failed, how do you know what to glean from your failure to build upon your growth? And so you dig around in your failure, Taria, and you find out what worked, what didn't work, and what is it aligning with? Once I glean from it, what is it aligning with? Is it, is it aligning with my purpose? Or is it aligning with me saying, I am, look at me, I'm the... I'm this person and you should want to be with me and I can mm-hmm. get you here and I can get you there. That will crumble on you. Oh, for sure. And so let failure be one of your greatest resources. Don't let it hold you hostage. Ooh. 
That's deep. Don't let failure hold you hostage. Mm. Because without that renewed mind, because all of this is emotional Mm -hmm. on the journey of being an entrepreneur, your mindset, your well-being is attached to your outcomes. So when you embrace it, glean from it, take the jewels out of it, then you start to even build on that foundation. Now we have a house, Hmm. you know, that's built from something that is infallible. Hmm. Now you can stand stronger and taller, even in your failure, to the next level. Because now you have tools to take you to the next level. Hmm. And so when you get to that level, now you're putting the windows in. Hmm. It's like, okay. Now I'm securing some type of space of peace and comfort because now I'm able to stay warm with my, with my thoughts. You know, they're kind of aligning in the right way. I've learned from some of my mistakes, so now I can avoid some of the traps that people, and I'm saying on social media, some mm-hmm. of the algorithms and, <laughs> you know, the metrics and all of that plays on your mental wellness yeah. when you're an entrepreneur because you're trying so hard to uh, accomplish what they say is available to you and for you. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you take all of that off, just a little sidebar, that's why I don't post hashtags anymore. I am here to just serve you, whoever reads the whatever I do, I'm just here to serve you. That is very liberating mm-hmm. because I'm not trying to get anything from anybody. Mm-hmm. For me, that's how, that's how it's been. I'm not trying to get anything from anybody. I am just simply here to share. You'll know that the universe will share with you. Mm-hmm. And so you're not looking to the algorithms, that's the metrics, you know, of... 40 ways to make 10 million in 20 minutes, you know? No, you, we're laughing, but that's the, that's the, no, it's, it's the accuracy of like, listen, a lot of times we get caught up in the, those things because again, it's the shiny object. Really at the core of entrepreneurship, we say that all the time, it's one big therapy session. You learn so much uh-huh. about who you are. Yes. What makes you who you are, what you're built of, what your foundational belief is mm-hmm. about life and people and yourself. Mm-hmm. You see all of the all those things. And if you're blessed to actually lead a team, it's even, you know, exponentially shown to you. Um, and for me and for Melanie, as we were talking about this podcast, this episode, how real it got, how deep it got, how specific we were in not only your experiences, but in sharing. I genuinely believe that there are going to be people who listen to this, who are able to breathe and say, I'm not alone. I'm not living a weird life. Everyone else doesn't have their stuff together. And I'm just like the weirdo that just can't figure it out. You're not alone in getting your lights cut off. You're not alone in choosing between gas and groceries. You're not alone in the journey 
especially that first couple of years of entrepreneurship, I don't care how much money you saved up before you jumped and you leap, you will be tested. And thank you so much for exemplifying not only from an expert view, oh, I've I've reached the pinnacle. I understand. I'm now, oh, I'm talking in it. Thank you for coming down and reminding us through sharing your own story and your journey, what it looks like, both when you are down and seemingly broken, and also when the house is built, the roof is on, and what that could feel like. Because I genuinely believe that there are people that need, they need to see, they need to see the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And it's one thing for you to talk at someone and say, I was there, I did that. And it's a whole other thing to be like, listen, these are the the specifics, right? So I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that you allowed us into your journey that specifically, that deep, because it was felt. And I know someone was freed by you sharing your story. I was freed. Amen. Yeah. And I'm just because we're beyond it doesn't mean we're, um, you Mm. know, that we aren't those things aren't still available to us. Right. There was a piece of me that gave myself just a little bit more permission listening to your story. A little bit of forgiveness for the fact that my lights were turned off. I have chosen between gas and food. I have chosen neither. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I've had people call. I've ignored those calls. <laughs> yeah, that's just the, the real of it, though. Yeah. And people don't want to see that. They, no. They're more focused on how they present. Mm-hmm. I mean, those were weeks I showed up in beautiful dresses that I paid for when I had money. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I used the last eighth of my tank to get to a networking event. And I called the internet company to make sure I could delay my bill so mm-hmm. my phone would stay on. Mm-hmm. That's just the real of it, <laughs> yeah. though. But that's the part that... As entrepreneurs, we don't want anybody to know yeah. that we've had that struggle. Oh, yeah. But Which is look crazy. how much stronger you are exactly. for enduring it. Because I know I can do it. You know you can. Th- okay, just, I want to just say this last <laughs> yeah, part. I know you're about to close. It's also, it was also a time for me where I wanted to abort the baby. <laughs> I am done. Yes. This, this, you feel me? Yes. This, yes. Is, this is crap. I'm done. I, I Take there it. you go. Take it back. Take it back. <laughs> I don't they do don't it. take it back. No. <laughs> and then, and then, when it is a passion, mm. you go back and get your baby. Yeah. Oh, I've done it like five times. <laughs> yes, you go back and get your baby because it's like I have something in me that was a deposit mm. as a service to make someone else's life better. Right. So. I wanted to abort it, and I, I tried to abort it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, somebody needs what we mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. So then you get to the point where it's not about you. Mm-hmm. This isn't about me. Oh, that's a good And that's very liberating in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And so you take that, and then you you serve from that place. It's not about me. And then when it's not about you resources start to come to you from the universe. It was a time where it was all about money for me. Pay me. <laughs> pay me. How can, 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 you, can you pay me? Can you pay me? How much can you pay me? Mm. When can you pay me? And when I think about 
that space. Mm. That's not the prettiest place to be. But on the other hand, you have bills to pay. Mm -hmm. And so you're trying to vacillate between providing a service but paying my bills. Mm. And so how do you do that? And so now you go back to your foundation. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, it's so many pieces and components to uh, entrepreneurship and your emotional well-being. Please stand up in your truth. Mm. Mm. Because inside your truth is where your wealth is. Oof. You think it's outside of you, but it's within you. That's where your wealth is. So stand up in your truth, no matter what it is or how ugly it is. Mm. Because just know, somebody else has dealt with the same thing. And be assured that once you open up, the universe will bring somebody to you that has kind of done the same thing and been in the same place <laughs> that you've been. Mm. <laughs> and so God will use your story mm. to strengthen, tr strengthen them. Mm -hmm. That's why you know it's not about you. Mm -hmm. And you won't ever get left behind like society wants to tell you that you will. That is, we did tell you that this was going to be a really good episode We we and that it was going to be deep. And I think we delivered on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have goosebumps about 50% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Just over here getting shivers. Yeah. Um, Tria, how can people find more of you online? Because I know they want to. I have no doubt. <laughs> I'm Tria Jones on every platform. My website is IamTaria.com, um, and that's how you find me. Spelling Taria. T-E-R-H-E-A, and the last name is Jones. Awesome. And you can find our agency online, cmcmarketing.co. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at that handle. And LinkedIn, it's CMC Marketing Co. And you can find me, Carolee Moore, at Carolee Moore, because I'm boring. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> On all the grown folk social media platforms that includes Facebook, LinkedIn, and for the most part, Instagram. <laughs> uh, same for me, <laughs> the grown ones. I'm Melanie Rice on LinkedIn and Facebook and the real Melanie Rice on Instagram. Because, You're welcome. Because there's a, there's a fake one out You're there. Wel You're welcome. <laughs> Yes. Um, and lastly, we want to invite you to continue this conversation with us over on Facebook. We have a growing and thriving Facebook group of amazing entrepreneurs that are trying to be more mindful. We'd love for you to come in there and add your two cents. You can find it at facebook.com slash be more mindful podcast grow getters. And as we always sign off and say, happy growing. <laughs>